Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Um, welcome back. Good to see y'all. Well, at least good to hear from y'all. At least y'all are hearing from me. That's the main thing. So, uh, quick thing. I want to give a shout out to my sponsors real fast. Um, Naps Back, Potluckers, and don't be afraid, it's just Toe Jam. I know it's a little corny. If y'all haven't noticed by now, I'm a little lot bit corny. It is what it is. Um, so a few things have happened in this week, you know, basketball-wise. A little drama, some interesting news, and um, more added on drama. So, you know, let's go ahead and get right on into it. I'm pretty sure you guys want to hear what I got to say. Alright, so quarter one. We have, you know, the 76ers analysis. Now, Ben Simmons is on the squad. Cool, cool, cool. You know we got Joel. He's out there, you know, in beat. Um, Al Horford, Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson. Now, I'm going to stop right there primarily because their bench is really non-existent. They have to prove themselves. They got a little rookie out there. I like him. He had a lot of steals during the preseason. However... The five players that I just named really are going to have to carry the team again. Now, the balance of the team might be a little easier than last year when you had Jimmy Butler. However, I'm still worried about their depth. That's a big thing for me. Big thing. Also, I need to see Simmons making some shots. Actually, no. I need to see that man taking threes. For starters, because you need to have the defense at least be honest. Yes, make the shots as well, but damn it, take the shots. For, like, at least do that. That, like, ugh, oh my god, I don't know why he makes me so fucking frustrated. Like, I, I really want people to see just the type of dog that I know he can be. Um, oh, also, Horford's there. Kudos to the 76ers. Um, you know, you got them. You got him really because, one... You got Hor- you got tired of Horford defending Embiid successfully. Move, bitch. And two, you got tired of Embiid being tired. He he gasses out late in um in, in games, and due to his fatigue, he kind of gasses out. Like load management, maybe it can help uh, Embiid a little bit. And then you have Al Horford there to spell you out for a little bit. That's very critical. For the 76ers, because they still have a big, when Embiid sits, they still have a big who can score, who can shoot from the three, who can rebound, who can defend, who can pass, all those good things. It's just that Al Horford, he's not an elite player. He's not an elite, like, he doesn't have an elite skill. He's good all around. That's what was helpful for the sec- for the Celtics back in the day. I say back in the day, I mean last year and the year before. So that's going to be critical for the 76 a lot of critical factors for the 76 I actually have a lot of high hopes for the 76 I'm talking NBA final aspirations that's me personally um like I said I think I'm actually expecting MB to be an MVP candidate um Simmons he will start taking and making three-point jump shots like we saw that in the preseason yeah it took everybody in their mama to urge this man on but I mean, he took it. So we've we've heard good things about Simmons. I think that's going to come to fruition in the NBA season. And a lot of people aren't going to be criticizing the 76ers as as much as we have seen. I actually think 
they might be the dominant force in the East for quite some time. Unless maybe Giannis gets another piece. I don't think Middleton can do it. No offense, Middleton. I like you, but I don't think Middleton and Giannis beats Embiid and Simmons, personally. Alright, so quarter two. <sighs> quarter two. Excuse me. Apparently, sleep deprivation is occurring within the NBA. That's right, people. NBA players want more sleep. Now, we see the NBA players are these pampered people who have millions of dollars, have the fame, the popularity, you know, the glitz and the glamour. Like, they go on the talk shows, get all the free shit, etc. Right? But the more money you make, I feel like the less time you probably have. And when I say I think, I know. Um... That's a lot of shit to do. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Somebody open the window. Like that, 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 that's a lot of stuff to really get down. Like to have practice and to work out, to get your body taken care of, to uh, go on different talk shows, to do different commercials, to try to get your brand out there. That in itself is a lot of fucking work. And I'm not even bringing up personal time, which everybody needs. I know damn well I do. And your family, which, yeah, you know, you can you can taper off a few moments here and there from them. But, like, you still need to see them every once in a while. So, like, and your friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of responsibility. So, I can kind of see how you can lose a little bit of sleep in the NBA. And I know for a fact, over a period of time, if I'm losing sleep, oh, I'm cranky. So... I kind of, I kind of see it. And Tobias Harris, the re- the reason why I did the seventy six of the analysis is because Tobias Harris is the one that brought up this whole sleep deprivation issue, and he actually stated that um, he stated the following: I think in a couple of years, it meaning sleep deprivation will be an issue that's talked about, like the NFL with concussions. Now, at first sight, some people might just think you know Tobias is being a big baby. <laughs> And just taking that, like, um, I actually did a little bit of research, and according to websites, you know, for example, HelpGuide.org, they like, and, and various other websites. I'm not gonna go down the list. I, I was about to, but you know, fuck that. Um, we need about seven to nine hours in the range. If you're in the range of 18 to 64 years, I'd like to assume that accounts for every NBA player and some coaches. So, now, um, Dr. Charles, I I apologize if I mess up your last name, but Zeisler, uh, he's the director of sleep medicine at Brigham and Women's Hospital and Harvard Medical School. Uh, he stated that famous people sleep approximately three to four hours, and if you, like, count in naps, it kind of kicks it up to five to six. However, however, you need the full amount of time to go to sleep in order for your um, full cycle of sleep to really take place. So those naps, yeah, they're nice, but they're not really doing you justice completely like a full night's sleep, right? Um, Timothy Royer, he's a neurologist specialist in attention disorder, in in attention disorder, sleep management, stress, and anxiety. 
and he stated that it's hard for athletes to maintain a stable regiment due to their constantly changing schedule. So remember when I was saying earlier that they got a lot of shit to do? Well, you know, my man Timmy over here is pretty much saying, hey, they they're, because they're scheduled, their sleep schedules might be off a little bit. So that might fuck up with that might fuck up with how much sleep they really get. And they also have a nightlife too. So you gotta factor that part in as well. So it's a lot of stuff that these people have really got to take on in their lives. And I can easily see how sleep deprivation can be a big issue. I don't know if it's going to be on the like same scale as a concussion in the NFL, but you know, you know, everybody has his own everyone has his own opinion. Um but yeah, like flying east coast, west coast, evening nights, interviews, talk shows, award shows, practices. Like that's way, I'm not going to say way too much. I actually wouldn't mind it personally. But that is a lot to deal with. So you got to be a special type person to really just deal with all that. And and hopefully you can get like enough sleep in there. But not everyone's that fortunate. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, get your sleep in. Seven to eight hours is really what they recommend for adults, by the way. Just saying. All right, so halftime. Ah, my Panthers, boy, my Panthers. We have a lot of shit going on today. Now, Cam Newton, former NFL MVP, former Heisman Trophy winner. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. He took my Panthers to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we lost, but damn it, he took us there. We went 15-1 that season. Um... He has not been healthy, and as a result, our, our our team has suffered slightly. Now he has had to shoulder a lot of the burden of our for our team, and now we have a chance to do something great this year. And I just want my man to come back healthy. And Kyle Allen's been holding us down. However, the conundrum for us is the more Kyle Allen does well, the harder it's going to be to implement cam newton now initially kyle allen was fumbling a lot but we still kept winning and now we're winning and he's not fumbling anymore now i'm not rooting against kyle allen because he's on my team and i want us to succeed and he doesn't seem like a bad person um he's just not cam newton however the problem is cam newton's not cam newton so it's really quite a conundrum and to keep it a whole buck with you this is the very first time I thought about the Panthers trading Cam Newton for assets. I mean, we have the wide receivers. We have a veteran tight end. We have a a stud star running back. And our defense is looking solid. Like, we could find a quarterback to game manage the way Kyle Kyle Allen has done or let him keep doing what he does, and we can gamble that. But you don't see a lot of Cam Newtons out there. Now, we could bolster up the team with draft picks, and that's lovely. And that helps us out as a team for the long haul. But we're on the cusp of potential championship now. Like, our defense is looking prime. Our offense is looking stable. And if you can add the Superman in it that is Cam Newton, goddammit, we should be on our way to the Super Bowl back again, baby. I'm telling you, I'm, and I firmly do believe that. I really do believe that. However, I need Cam to come back healthy. I need him to sit his ass the fuck down and wait. 
Just wait. Don't be. Don't worry about your job right now. I need you to be for the team because eventually there's going to come a point where Kyle Allen may not do so well, and then they might throw you in there, get some reps in, and then we can have a quarterback battle to see exactly who will win out. And chances are they'll love your talent and potential meshed with Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olsen back again. Like They'll love that over what Kyle Allen has provided and can provide further, which has a limitation. So I'm just saying. So like I said, we have a lot of potential, and it's kind of a weird scenario, but the Eagles were in a weird scenario, and they won the championship. So I'm just saying. It's a little bit different, but it's kind of the eh. – Whatever, we, we, we're contenders. Fuck it. It's quarter three. So LeBron done sat up there and got into some more damn drama. What's new, right? Like, what what's new? Except this time, I'm partially for what he stated. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy over the whole Daryl Morey tweet where he says, fight for freedom, stand for Hong Kong. Now, personally... I'm all down for freedom, right? Like, I'm in a democratic country. Like, it kind of makes sense that I would be down for freedom. Now, while I agree with Daryl Morey, I don't agree necessarily with the timing, right? Like, he could have waited. He didn't necessarily need to state that. Um, He really could have kept that close to the vest, personally. But I get why you state that as well. Like, I'm not knocking you against that. The timing of it could have been a little off because our boys were over there. So you do have to take that into consideration. Um, I don't think Braun necessarily... Tell you what, I'm, I'm about to play a clip for y'all, and I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Do you think that Dale should have been reprimanded for that? Um, I think that's another um, situation that, that should stay behind closed doors. Um, we, we are to see what, what, what happens with um, any one of our players or, or with an owner or with a, a GM. Um, at a later date. Um, I think when we all um, sit back and learn from the situation that happened, uh, understand that what you could tweet or could say, um, and we always talk, we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only, you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe, um, I don't want to get into a, a, word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, um, but Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand, and um, and he spoke, and uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that, too. So from that, I don't... I don't think you can say the man's not educated on this subject. I think he is. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, like I said, the timing of it, maybe the stance of the timing, you can say he wasn't educated on, um, but not the subject itself. It seems he was pretty educated because he chose a side. So, again, the timing was the was the part. And I think Braun's word choice, um, ironically... Because he stated, you know, you got to watch what you say. I think his word choice was a little poor. A little poorish, you know. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, everyone's jumping on Braun like this is like a, a 
big issue. It is, but at the same time, it's not. It shouldn't be to this degree. Um, they're not politicians. Yes, they can speak their minds, however. Uh, and I think if you can speak your mind on, let's say, for example, um, Black Lives Matter, things like that, then yes, you can also speak towards stuff like this as well. Like, it's kind of similar. Um, I don't think you have to. I don't think, I don't think you necessarily should be obligated to say something because you are... At the end of the day, an athlete, you're not a politician. Uh, you also didn't really make the statement. Like, no one in the organization made the statement. So this was more so an, a Houston Rockets organization thing. Uh, I kind of wish James Harden would have been more so the focus as opposed to Braun. Um, I, I don't think Braun necessarily had to say anything per se. Uh, like I said, it was Houston Rockets thing, so they should have kept that the way it was. And it's not like Houston, like, pushed it on to L.A. or anything like that. I think the NBA got, and, and the media kind of forced it on to Braun. Um... Braun did answer too, but it is what it is. So, but I don't like. I, said, I don't think he meant. Hmm. I think Braun meant. I, I, I don't want to say what he, I think he meant. I hope he meant that like the timing of it was was poor. And I think I, I hope that's what he was trying to convey as to what he actually said. Like I said, the word choice might have been a law. So. All right, quarter four. This one kind of hurts. I'm gonna keep it a whole buck with you. We got a Zion injury update. You know, um, right now, he's injured. Um, I was watching first take, and you know, Stephen A. said something about like a. He got word that it was like a, like a meniscus thing. Um, I'm just I I don't want to hear anything about his knee again because he had a knee issue after the whole Nike shoe explosion against UNC, which I'm still pissed about because. He didn't get a chance to play against UNC in his own fucking gym. So I'm still a little tight. And we didn't get a chance to see it. But still, that was the issue. And then he had it again where he bumped knees. So I'm having a hard... I, I don't, I'm not really... like This is the third time we've had a knee problem. And then, you know, they've mentioned his weight. Now, they said that he's slimmed down. He looks in shape, too. But if the weight's going to be a concern, then let's bring that bad boy on down a little bit. Now... The NBA impact, the NBA impact, now, the NBA impact to Zion's injury, let's start with, let's start with open the night, like, what, that, this just became now the Pelicans are playing the Raptors, like, you know, like, this is not the introduction to Zion, this is not the 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 champions versus the versus the newcomer you know what I'm saying like the defending champions versus the newcomer no no this is the Raptors versus the Pelicans this is a potentially Eastern playoff team versus a potential Western low tier playoff team that's what this game now transcended into so that kind of took the sizzle out of opening night I think everyone's a little blown now uh, we all wish for Zion to have a speedy recovery. I think a lot of people wish more so to see Zion than his health. I'd more rather see this man get healthy as opposed to him playing opening night because we'll see him play. I saw him play a whole year. I kind of want to see him play in the NBA. So, you know, health matters first. So, that's what happens to the impact of the NBA. The impact to the Pelicans, I did a little quick analysis over the last four games that he played because that was pretty much preseason. Now, in the NBA, he averaged 23 points, 23.3 to be exact, 6.5 rebounds, 2 assists, 1.5 steals, surprisingly no blocks. I did not expect that. Um, and he shot 71.4% from the field. So, 
I did a little digging. Went to his college days, right? Duke, go Blue Devils. Fuck, we lost one. Um, His first four games, he averaged 22.3 points. So that's one less point away from his NBA days. 9.5 rebounds, so that's three rebounds more. 2.25 assists, or 2.25 assists, so that's .25 more assists. 1.75 steals, .25 steals more. And he shot 73%, so that's just 1.6% higher. He also had 2.5 blocks, uh, but that might be a little tough to get. So I'm saying all that to say that's what the Pelicans potentially would be losing. Because he did that in NBA and college, in his first four games. Now, you could probably track the next five to ten or whatever, like, you know, try to make a, a, a quick little analysis, maybe because they are similar now, so maybe it'll be similar, maybe a little trend. But in closing, they're losing a lot in Zion. I mean, they're losing someone who you don't really need to call a play for and at the same time can get you 25 points a game. Like, imagine a role player who can score, jump, defend, pass, like, you know, like rebounds, like score on his own, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like you could you could argue that Zion could be the ultimate role player slash all star superstar that has played the game because, like I said, he does not need you to draw up a play for him. Like if you run an offense and just have him move within it, it's easy. Oh, it's easy. So, like, ah. Damn, we lose we losing Allen so much, man. Jesus, I think you got load managed. You might have to consider load management. You might, and it's crazy because he's young. But you know, just get the weight down a little bit. See how the knee re- reacts. Maybe sit him out a year. How Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid did. Um, I know it might it may suck, but hey, it. I want him to play because this year is so grandiose. Like it's so extravagant there are so many freaking teams that can win this year and you put the pelicans in there kind of like i put them as a half a team to get there you know so i think if you sit up there and you include the pelicans and you lose zion that's tough man like that that, that's that's really tough so maybe you have to load manage this superstar or this potential superstar i don't know we'll see how it goes Alright, well look, thank y'all for listening. I know last time it was like an hour and some change. I, I wasn't trying to have it go that long, but we had good conversation. I I was even going to try to cut some of it, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to let it slide because it, it was a decent combo. Fuck it, whatever, we out here. So, um, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, tune in next time. Please subscribe. Get underscore A underscore bucket underscore pod. I will be potentially changing the name, by the way. Um, look out for any promotions on that. I may be asking you guys. Oh, I will be asking you guys for your opinions on my um, on my logos and ideas. So, thank you guys. Appreciate the love and support. Tune in next week. See you guys and continue watching basketball and continue following the IG page. See you.